Hey, 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 everyone. This is me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries. What is Blah? It is broke, lonely, angry, and horny. And so all this week, I will be talking about dealing with your broke lonely angry and horny um and so why did i come up with these topics so a little bit about my backstory i was the woman that if you asked me how i was doing i would tell you that i was blah that i was broke that i was lonely that i was angry and i definitely was horny and so in the process of telling people this it became my life mantra I live by being broke. I live by being lonely. I live by being angry. And I didn't show angry the way normal people showed angry. I kind of self-destructed myself. So I didn't lash out at people. I wasn't the girl who was out there fighting. I was fighting myself, right? And I was taking, I was really, really not taking care of myself. And when I say not taking care of myself, I was deep into the depression. Deep into, I, and I, I, I ate, I ate. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to y'all, I ate. Um, Being horny, I have been celibate for 11 years by choice um, because I did not want to be, I didn't want to have all these men saying that they slept with me. But more than anything, I'm not just just horny for sex, but I was horny um, and still am, horny to be successful, horny to be all these great things in my life. And so today I'm gonna talk about in the process of falling in love with me. And so when I tell people this, I hope that I am able to inspire someone, to encourage somebody, but also empower you with a little bit of how hard it was for me to fall in and and how it's still a process of loving Tamara P. Brown. So what is the process? In the very beginning, um, as a little girl, I was taught to do two things. I was taught that if I was angry to hide it because I would get my ass whooped. Seriously, Sandra didn't play that showing out, breaking up her stuff, um, throwing tantrum tantrums. So no matter whatever went in, I, I, I taught myself that if I did something, I was being a bad girl, right? That was just how I was raised. And it wasn't that my mother told me that. It was told that you don't show out. Like, you don't show out on me your mother and so I internalized that and then when I wanted to be accepted and I'm still struggling I overcompensated I would go hard for people as a little girl and I'm getting a little teary-eyed because it is something that I never ever talk about I mean I talk about a lot of things but I was that little girl to make people happy I would do whatever, like I would do whatever. Like my mother would say, clean the kitchen. I'm cleaning the kitchen, I'm cleaning the bathroom because I just wanted people to like me. You know, and I wanted people to accept me for who I was. And I didn't realize that. It didn't It didn't hit me until I was in therapy, right? And I would overcompensate. I would go hard for people throughout my teenage years, throughout my adult life, and then I would be disappointed. So that disappointment, when I was angry, when I was angry, 
I would take it out on myself because I would try to figure out what did I do wrong? How did I? How, okay, I, I gave them every bit of me. And that went on from relationships with my parents, relationships with family members, um, whoever, friends. I found myself overcompensating. And I and I would and, and I I never forget it. God rest his soul. My uncle used to say, "You go hard for you go, and you try to do more for other people than you do for yourself." And sometimes that is a part of being blah. That is a part of being broke, lonely, angry, and horny, because you forget how much you neglect yourself. In the process of going hard and making people like and accept you. So in that broke, right? In that broke part, you and that's the part of being broken. Because in your mind, in order for them to like me, I got to go hella hard for them. Never ever getting it in return. Never ever. And I'm not in, let me rephrase that because people have been supportive and push me and encourage me and empower me and I would never say that people have not supported and encouraged me but there's a downside to that sometimes you the people that certain people that you go hard for don't always go hard for you like you're going for them they're not pushing and rooting for you the same way so you feel some type of way and then you become angry and then you you become lonely because you say fuck that i'm gonna tell you what i said and i know that people are like oh that language but i'm serious F that i'm not going to i'm so now i'm gonna be by myself i don't want no friends i don't want no man i don't want no penis <laughs> I don't want any of those things that hinder me in my life. I don't I don't want to I don't want to chill. I don't want to chill with people people because I don't do people cuz they didn't did me wrong. So then you pull back and then you angry and I'm speaking of myself. I've been so angry to the point where I would just internalize it. So I didn't line my room up, close my door. I, I kid you not, had 10 bags of tater chips, 10 bags of uh, two, a box of ho-hos, and that's my favorite, or cake. And I eat because I'm like, okay, I don't get it. And then I realized something. No matter what you do for people, they will never ever see it if you are neglecting your inner self if you're not you can overcompensate for people but they're not going to appreciate it so one of the lessons that i've learned is take care of yourself and i'm going to talk about physical right because i can't i can't teach you about being healthy I, I have no clue on how to be healthy well let me rephrase that i drink water and I eat my fruits and vegetables or whatever the case may be. But I'm overweight. So I can't teach you how to be healthy, uh, healthy physically. What I can teach you about is when you are broken, I can see it. I see it in a lot of people. Sometimes I've been looking at people and I'm like, she don't even know she's broken. She be like, girl, I'm so pretty. I'm so fine. Everything in my life is right. But I don't need no friends because I can't deal with haters. And I can't. And I can't. And sometimes we have to take ourselves 
And we had to, to pull ourselves away. And that meant I had to shelter myself. And if, I, if anybody has been listening to me, I took myself the past two months and I sheltered and I went to the closest person who knew me best. And I talked to my brother for hours because he is my best friend. Um, he is the person that encourages me, empowers me, but he also lets me see things in reality because I Tamara will fantasize and be like, well, maybe. And he's like, you got to see it for what it is. And I appreciate that. So why am I saying this to you guys? And I'm saying this for a number of reasons. Um, I did not expect to get emotional about this, seriously, but it's so therapeutic. Um, and that's why I love podcasting. One of the things that I learned about myself is you gotta take care of Tamara, right? Mentally, because I deal with depression. Right. So I can't sometimes when I find myself overcompensating for people, I will shut my phone my, because I don't know how to say no. Right. So I will shut my phone off for a whole entire weekend on purpose. I will purposely act like I can't answer your call. Why? Because I have to take care of me. I am a writer. I am a lot of things in my life, but I'm an author first. So I have to write. And so I used to tell people that I would get gone and not answer calls. And I'd be like, you just don't answer my calls. And I'd be like, because y'all won't let me write. Because when you overcompensate for people, you're almost 125% guaranteed to be disappointed. So let me say that again. When you overcompensate for people, you're almost 125% guaranteed to be disappointed. The people are not going to be excited about what you did because they already, because they, here's the reason. And my uncle used to tell me this because they expect you to do it. It was like, and I can share this. Um, I used to run to the store for everybody. And people would, when I was younger, and people would give me a quarter here, 50 cent here. 75 cent here to go to the store and my uncle who is who god rest his soul was the mouth but he'd be like they they jipping my baby and i would be like it's okay because I, I i'm their friend he said in business they're not your friends when you're you're overcompensating to make them happy charge them uh, i think he said two dollars every time i go to the store for them so I, I went and put that price out and later all of a sudden the lady everything that i thought that this person liked me but because i was charging her two dollars she went off you hear me she went off on me and i was like well i thought you liked me and i was so devastated but it was it was a lesson and it's happened on a repeat basis and it's why I fight so hard for women. Not about stop overcompensating yourself for that dude. Seriously. Stop overcompensating yourself for your friends. Going all the way out. Doing all these different things. Being the, even your kids. They're your kids. But if you are going above and beyond. And I'm talking about 220, 20% over what you are required to do for them. And they're only giving you 25%. You're in deficit. 
you're in a deficit of in a relationship where these people are not giving you what you deserve and that's our fault right and it is and it goes back to everything that I learned if nothing else it's not it's not their fault but it's my responsibility to recognize when I'm overcompensating from people. When I have not learned to say no, even though I'm tired, even though I'm exhausted, that if they can't appreciate you and go 120%, and I'm gonna tell you, as an author, I get disappointed on an everyday basis. Because the same people that I go and I push hard, and I'm not saying all of them, but there are some that immediately, as soon as they inbox me, Tamara, can you down? You got Kindle Unlimited? Could you download my book? And I'm like, yep. And I look, I be like, and then I I never inbox people, but I'll put a book on Facebook, and I'll be like, can y'all can y'all download my book? And I get crickets. I be left unseen. Tamara, can you do something for me? And I I be like, yes. And then I'll inbox somebody and say, can you do something for me? And I'll get crickets. And I'll and I and my favorite line is girl, your books be having cur look, girl, your books be having curses and stuff in it, and I'm a Christian. And I can't be having people see that on my page. You know, I'm I'm an educator. But I'll be like, but you but you asked me. And then you have to learn the lesson from that. Because it's not their fault that you said yes every time prior to that they told you no and you every time they inboxed you and you said yes that's your fault see in order to get out of our broke we got to deal with some shit that says it's my fault for being taken advantage of because i let the bad behavior happen over and over and over and over again it's my fault for letting them take advantage of me, for letting that dude cheat on me a hundred times and taking him back every time he did it. That's my fault. It's my fault for letting my children disrespect me and talk to me any old kind of way. That's shame on me. It's my fault for letting them think they got it like that. It's my fault for letting my friends smile in my face and talk about me behind my back. Now, now I, 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 that's all the brokenness. That's my fault. So now I'm eating that. And now not only am I mad, but now, I'm, now not only am I broke, now I came into lonely because now I'm not fucking with nobody no more. Period. 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 Because I heard all the sneak disses. People then came in my inbox and, and, and let me know that, you know, that person that said that they was your friend, they really was talking about you. And shame on you for even sticking around them because wasn't you doing all this and this and that for them? Wasn't you this and this and that? And then you have to eat that. And then you go into angry. And then you're angry at yourself. You're not even mad at them no more because you angry at you. You're angry at you for allowing yourself to do the same thing that happened time after time after time after time after time. 
That's shame on you. So you angry. And so if you want to get into um, having a relationship sexually with the guy, a new guy who may even actually have a little bit of act right in his life. You're like, mm, I ain't giving him none. I'm not even giving him my heart. I'm not giving him my time. I'm not giving him my energy. As a matter of fact, some girls, not me, I'm, as my girls would say, I'm a finesse on him. And I was like, what the hell is finesse? What, you know, finesse means you're going to perfect, right, I think. And they was like, no, I'm about to finesse him. I'm just going to, you know, play him because there ain't no another dude going to hurt me. And so after you do that and you realize that in, my, in some of my kids' case, you being finessed yourself, there's absolutely, then you're horny. You're left drained and depleted and needy and wanting something to fulfill you something to fulfill you and I can tell you that so you're gonna eat the for me I'm going straight to food I, I I know where I'm going I'm going straight to the corner of can I have a sub can I have some fried chicken can I have a lot of cake lots of cake give me some ice cream give me some cookies give me some milk and I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna cry and eat and cry and eat but the question is what has it satisfied too many of my sisters, when I say sisters, women, whether you're black, white, green, or yellow, are broke, lonely, angry, and horny. They are pretending because they got the nice cars and the nice house and the nice shoes. And, and, and then we got the ghetto queen, ghetto fabulous queens. And then we got the angry girl who wants to, who is petty Betty. We got all of these people going through all of these emotions and all of these dramas and then nothing getting resolved. Nobody's at peace. In front of people, they're at peace. In front of their they so-called friends, they're in peace. But at home, when they take off their clothes, I love that song by Mary Mary. You know, once I close the door, I take everything off. I'm just absolutely a shallow gas just breaking all over the place. And I have not fixed not one damn thing about me because I'm pretending. And I was like, I'm not going to pretend that I'm not broke. That I don't need fixing. Screw that. I'm going to get fixed. I went straight to counseling. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I like being lonely. Hell no. I don't like being lonely. I don't like not having a, a like, not like knowing where, who's my friend and who's my companion. I don't like it. I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's the truth. I don't like being angry. That's not fun for me. And any woman who sits there and tell me that you like being lonely and you like being angry and like being to yourself. And I'm an introvert. I'm the introvert of the highest level. But I like companionship. I want a snuggle bunny. I want somebody, I want my dude to come up and I want him to be like Vin Rains walking around the house when my kids leave and, and they're gone and move out to walk around serving Kool-Aid butt-ass naked. I'm just telling you what I want. And he my husband, not my boyfriend, not my dude. Well, he could be my dude, but my dude as my husband, my soulmate, my partner, my best friend. That's what I want. I want to go and chill with my girls and know that regardless that if some shit is really wrong with me, they're going to tell me in my face and then behind my back, they're going to praise me. I want friendship goals. I want husband goals. 
But I can't have any of those things if I'm a hot ass mess, if I'm broke, and I'm not talking about money. If my heart is so shattered that right now the only thing that's holding my heart together is band-aids. I can't I can't get into friendships because I'm I'm skeptical of everything and everybody. And if somebody look at me wrong or if somebody tell me, well girl, I think she's talking about you, that I have to I have to suspect. I can't I can't function like that. You can't function. I can't function if I'm low, I'm angry all the time. And I'm angry at myself. And when I walk in, I'm smiling at everybody. Yeah, I love you. But when I get in this house, I'm angry and I'm a raging bull. It's not working. It's okay to be celibate because I chose to be celibate because I want my I want this kush. This cooch. My brother, he's listening, gonna be like, Kush, what? Kush? This cooch is about my husband. I don't want to give it to no boyfriend. I want to give it to somebody randomly because he said I'm cute. Husband. I mean, straight up, we working together. We a team. And even if in our fights, when it's time to take flight and when it's time to sit together, he not taking flight. We sitting together and we bonding and we, we are growing. And that takes work. I can't be ready for somebody if I'm waiting for somebody else to fix me. It's not going to happen. And so that's why I say sometimes we overcompensate because we are waiting for someone to say, I accept you. I am in love with you. I like you. I'm down with you. But if you cannot say that to yourself, then that person, what they're saying does not matter. If you can't take the scarred, ugly flaws and all and and, and love you to pieces, then him loving you means absolutely not nothing zero fifty, and I kid y'all not. It means absolutely nothing, and and it's why I'm pushing and challenging women. Start taking care of your mental health. You can't even take care of your physical until you are all together. And I'm saying this from a broke, lonely, angry, and horny girl that had who who. For years, I was waiting for my children's father to fix me. I was waiting for my friends to like me. I was waiting for my children to say, you know what, this is my mom, I'm going to be right. And none of, that, none of it happened until I started to become one with myself. So it took me, and recently, it just I'm telling you, I'm 44 years old, recently, that's when I came one with myself, when I was sitting in a room crying over something. And I mean, this person was saying, you know, I'm just saying this because I love you and I help you. And I was just saying, I'm not the person to talk tough love to. It's like I was looking at Elon Levin said, and I was like, she's she she this girl is not she you can't come at her tough. She's not ready for that yet. See, your friends have to know you. And they have to know, is she ready for tough love? Is that tough love going to send her over the edge and make her commit suicide? It's, 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 it's a level. It's a level to it. It's a level to who and what you desire to be. And it can't be on the dependence of knowing that your friend is going to fix you. Your friends ain't going to fix you. 
your mama can't even fix you. I'm speaking from experience of things I say to my children. They just look at me side-eyed crazy. The only person that's going to fix you is you. And, you, you know, and definitely God or whoever your higher power is, but you are the only person that makes the conscious decision to say, hey, I don't want to be broke no more. I'm not accepting that it's okay that I don't have no friends. That, that shit's crazy to me because it's not realistic. God gave Adam Eve. So that tells me right then and there, I wasn't meant to be alone straight from the biblical point of it. I was never, ever meant to, well, I came in this world alone and I died alone. My uncle, God rest his soul, said, no, you didn't come into this world alone. And I was like, <laughs> I remember saying it to him, God rest his soul. I said, well, I came in this world and I, alone. He said, you didn't. You came out of your mama, so you was never alone. And when you came out, the doctors was there. And, <laughs> and I was like, wow, wow. So I really didn't come into this world alone. I had to, I was greeted by somebody, by my mama, by the doctors, by a nurse. So we don't come into this world alone. I was born by myself. I'm going to die by myself. That's not always true. And we got to get out of that, that thinking that, I gotta be by myself. That is meant for me to be lonely because that means that you ain't even that I'm only at peace with myself. And if I can't build a relationship or relationships with friends, then sometimes, and let me just say this: sometimes it's not your friends who have the power problem. Sometimes it's not your husband who has the problem, or your boyfriend, or your boo thing. Sometimes the problem is within you. So then I had to check me because sometimes I got some issues. It ain't all about boo-boo. It ain't all about your badass kids. It might be just about you. It might be you that needs some fixing because if you coming in and you you ain't together, they see it. And that energy attracts energy. Negative energy attracts negative energy and positive energy. Pop. So I'm saying, guys, it ain't all about it ain't all about everybody else. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's your own insecurities. And I'll talk about that next at 8 o'clock. And I'm not going to be as long, but I have the time today to talk. And so I know that overcompensating to get love doesn't work. It ain't going to make him do right. It ain't going to make your family do right. It's not going to make people love you anymore. It's just going to make them take advantage of you more. Um, overcompensate for the number one person in your life, and that is you. I want, I want women to overcompensate for themselves. I want them to overcompensate when they say, no, I can't because I got to go to counseling and not be ashamed of it. I am bipolar. I am depressed. I am angry. I want friends. I want people to be so overcompensating that they are so busy rebuilding and repairing themselves that when God or whomever you believe in, whether it's a God, Allah, Buddha, the higher power comes into your life, that he is just gifting you over and over and over again because he sees that you're repairing and you're ready because you can't be ready, blah. I'm telling you, you can't. You can't be ready to receive. And I knew that. I knew that because it wasn't coming. And I was just saying the other day on my other uh, podcast, I was like, God, what I've been, he said, you ain't ready yet. 
Period. You ain't ready. Get it together. Call me. I'll know when you're ready. I'll call you. I'll send them. He'll be coming in there looking nice and everything. I say, is he going to bring chocolate cake? Seriously. Can you make sure when he comes, <laughs> he bring a chocolate cake and a diamond ring? And that he's smart and he got a good job. And, that, and I have a list because I know exactly what I want. And then it was funny. God said, do you know exactly what you want out of you? What do Tamara want out of you? And I'm not 100% religious. Y'all know I curse and everything. What do I want out of me? When is it that I'm going to overcompensate for myself so much that the love is overpoured? It's pouring out of my hair follicles to my toenails. And I'm not talking about the way you dress. I think that, you know, people say when you look good, you feel good. I believe that. I believe that when you do things. But I'm talking about when you overcompensating that your mental health is so good that no matter what nobody says or think or touch or even try to do to you, it just bounces off. That when somebody says, I don't want to be your friend no more, then that's just God removing me. God or Buddha or Allah removing that person from your life. And you have come with one with it and be like, okay, I'm good. That when you're with your husband and your friends, you're so busy enjoying yourself that you don't even have to work. That you're at peace with your man, your husband. And then for some people who are lesbians or whatever, their wives. That you're at peace. <laughs> I, I just want to encourage that we get out of block, that we stop. For me, it was overcompensating. And my question is to you, what is your barrier? What is your block? Is it that you fight everybody that you think is talking about you? There's some people that are so secure that they're insecure. There's some, some people that are so secure that they're insecure. There are some people who are angry for no reason. They literally, I, I had a had neighbors who woke up just arguing. They would have everything, groceries, <laughs> everything in their house, everything they possibly, and they would find a reason to argue. So I hope that this helps somebody. I hope that this helps somebody to realize that everybody's blah is different. And that I empowered, encouraged, and, and just kind of sharing my story, it helped you. Um, you can always, always follow me on Twitter at Tam Loves to Write. You can follow me on Instagram, Tam Loves to Write 39, as well as Facebook, Tam Loves to Write. And so, guys, let's take care of our blah. Seriously. Take care of your blah. And just know that. No matter what, if we uplift each other and we empower each other and we get out of our fears, because blah, broke, lonely, angry, except for horny, and I'm talking about celibacy, um, that's, that's a choice, right? Or sometimes it's forced, but for me it's a choice. But I'm talking about other things, when you're horny for success and all those other things, sometimes it's all blocked by fear. And we, we got to get out of our fear. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please share. Please, um, please, please, please share. Coming soon. I will be back tonight, and I'm going to only try to make this 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm going to talk about insecurities, 
how do we deal with our own insecurities how do we overcome them how we how i'm conquering my insecurities but maybe we can all you know connect and share so again thank you so much for listening my name is tamara brown and i want you to have a wonderful day and get out of your blah bye bye